I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If we all have the right kind of ambition and we're more outward driven, I think we can help more people. And this is the time where it's needed the most. Uh, maybe lastly, surrounding yourself with people you can trust uh, that will tell you the truth, the bad, and the ugly. Something that I appreciate at Grab. So we have uh, very smart but also very trustworthy and humble people that will tell us the truth. I think being surrounded with with people like that always helps us grow and always helps us become more nimble as we go to a very uncertain period in our life. And welcome to the RJ Ledesma podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us from all over the world. And again, it's another week of GCQ, which is now called Guest the Community Quarantine here in the Philippines. Again, thanks so much for listening. My name is RJ Ledesma. And before everything else, if you haven't been just yet, please get yourselves fully vaccinated. Let's stay safe. Let's stay healthy. Let's bring this economy back on track. And of course, this cap is courtesy of my good friends, uh, restaurant owners of the Philippines, all of us in the restaurant industry are working very, very hard to make sure that all of our workers and employees are vaccinated uh, for the benefit of the people who work for us and also of our customers in our respective restaurants. So again, I hope you're all doing fine uh, this evening. And tonight, really, really great guest. And she's helped keep, uh, keep this economy on track and alive, especially during these tough, tough times. But before everything else, welcome to the RJ Ledesma podcast. In my podcast, I interview the country's pioneering business personalities and entrepreneurs and learn more about how they think about business, what are their success secrets, and can we hack those success secrets? How they've also innovated their business mo- business models and businesses during this pandemic, and what opportunities do they see emerging in the new normal? Now, is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the podcast? Please let me know. I would love to hear from them. Again, just drop me a message. We are also live right now on Kumu, CBRC TV, Global Pinas TV, and the Bounce Back Network. Now, tonight, very excited for my next guest. I actually invited her a couple of months ago, but at the time, she was still getting used to the job. But now, finally, as on the eve of when she celebrates her first anniversary with Grab Philippines, I am very proud and honored to have on this show the country head of Grab Philippines, who is Grace Vera Cruz. Now, Grace oversees and creates deeper synergies across Grab's different suite of services. So again, if you haven't used Grab just yet, you know they've got services ranging from transport to deliveries, as well as e-payments and financial services. And they've got a lot of customers, which include their driver partners, their merchant partners, and their corporate partners. Now, 
She is currently leading a really great initiative called Grab for Good, which she will tell us more about later on. It is a social impact agenda of leveraging technology and innovation to contribute to the Philippines' longer-term socioeconomic recovery and development. And right before joining Grab, she was the managing director of Seawood Resources, a Philippine-based investment company with a global footprint, and she has held key positions in McKinsey, CLSA Exchange Capital, and Shell. So let's learn more about how Grab Philippines was able to pivot their business in the new normal. Please welcome Miss Grace Vera Cruz to the show. Hi, Grace. RJ. Hello. Nice Grace, to see you. Nice to see you. Thank you much. Matagal kitang niligawan. And finally, I'm so happy uh, that you're finally here on the show. Thanks so much. I'm sure marami kang fans ngayon mula sa mga Grab riders, Grab customers, at lahat mga taga-Grab. Grace, say hi first to, to, to your Grab family. Hello, hello to my Grab family. Hello, RJ. Good evening to you. And hello to everybody who's watching us right now. It's uh, the, the night before before GCQ, pero MECQ yata ulit as far as I heard. I know. I mean, but basically, that's why I said GCQ is guess the community quarantine. We aren't quite sure. Um, but you know what? On behalf of myself and other people who belong to the food and beverage industry, Thank you, really. I mean, you've, you've been really a, a lifeline for many of us uh, to get our services out there. I mean, we've, we've had to, many of us have had to pivot very quickly. And if there weren't partners like you to help us get to our uh, markets, uh, literally, we, we, we don't know how we would survive. So again, thank you on behalf of uh, the restaurant owners and the food no. and beverage. No, RJ, it's us who also have to thank our, our partners and our merchant partners. We we enjoyed um you know the journey um despite it being being very challenging i think over the last 12 months we have deepened our understanding uh, of the industry uh the highs the lows the tough parts the easy parts um at the end of the day i think we share the same mission which is to serve our consumers well so thank you for the partnership to you and the rest of the rest ph guys who are my friends hello, hello, <laughs> In hello case they're so much, watching Grace. today yeah, no they're watching today and later on maybe you can share with us some of the insights that you've actually gained uh, because, you know, there are a lot of entrepreneurs and business people also listening as well. And hopefully uh, what you've learned in Grab, which we can hopefully replicate, not just as a business model, but also opportunities which you see that are emerging digitally in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of trends. Maybe you could also uh, inform and, you know, use this as a, as a time to uh, use this time as a platform to get them to better understand how they can also change their businesses. Uh, but sure, before everything okay. else. Yeah, congratulations. You just launched uh, another another new initiative. It's called GrabMart. What, what, what's GrabMart all about? So Grab, there are two parts of GrabMart. So one is we are aggregating so all the big boxes uh, that are willing to partner with us and all the retail outlets and all the merchants that are willing to partner with us. Same as GrabFood, um, we do uh, uh, instant delivery for them. So we connect, for example, the likes of Robinsons, SM, uh, Ever, uh, all the uh, family mart, uh, mini stop, things like that. Like so, all of those we connect them um, to their consumers um, who want instant delivery and who want access to the platform. Kahit anong GCQ, MECQ, all CQs, right? Um, so, so that's one part of Grab Mart. We actually piloted it uh, last year, but mm -hmm. but going. Uh, to launch it bigger uh, over the next few months. The other part of Grab Mart is Grab Supermarket, uh, which we're 
which we're piloting right now, but we haven't really fully launched. We're just about to launch it. It's really, again, no, a platform for our smaller entrepreneurs. So for our Grab Supermarket Fresh, it's really a platform for small farmers to reach uh, consumers, uh, but in a supermarket uh, front of the house. No? So meaning it's, it's really um, allowing them to access consumers via Grab, for next day delivery. So it's not about instant delivery, it's about next day delivery. Um, cause if you can imagine, like all of these produce come from other sources, farms, um, and, and other, yeah, in, in oh. around the country. So, so if it's, if it's Grab Mart and it's the big box players, let's say, for example, it's the big supermarket players, that's, that's going to actually be sort of like groceries on demand. Correct. But um, if, if it's the grab supermarket where you're actually it's sort of like an advocacy for you guys to help the, the small farmers, that is next day delivery. That's correct. right. Yes, correct. And then the job of grab is is it is, is this is the function almost going to be the same? Or for example, if they order from a small farmer, let's say in Benguet or wherever, uh, you take care of anything everything internal to that one, and and correct. Grab Express takes care of delivering it correct. to the people. That's correct. So no need yes. for them to worry about the logistics. The logistics is all grab. Correct. That's correct. That's exactly correct. Sobrang alam mo yung business namin, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> Kailangan na, di ba? Uh, it's, it's great to understand. So we also understand how, sort of like, also from a restaurant's perspective, if you understand Grab's business, you can also remodel your own business model based on, on what you guys do to maximize the synergies, to maximize the costs, to know where you take, where, where what you can remove from your cost structure because Grab already handles that over there. Yes. Now on top of that one, you've got something really great as well. Um, you're actually, you actually have your own uh, vaccine, uh, vaccine center right now. Yes, yes. Tell us a bit that more about that one That one I'm super proud of. That one I'm super proud of. It's a project we have with the Makati LGU. So that being said, no, we've been working with a lot of the LGUs from Taguig to Mandaluyong to even Iloilo, Cavite. Everybody has been very helpful and kind of like nagkakapit bisig talaga uh, and doing this bayanihan to help one another. And they've been super, super nice and kind to grab. This one in Makati, um, we actually have a vacant office that we haven't used because mm-hmm. all, we've all been working from home. That's right. um, and so, like, when the Makati City government uh, brought up the idea to me, like, I said, okay, why don't we use this facility uh, and make it a vaccination site for for all the economic frontliners, no? Um, because it's in our best interest um, for economic frontliners to get vaccinated. That's why I love your hat. Um, and, so, <laughs> and so we actually threw the Grab for Good Fund. So this is actually funded through the Grab for Good Fund. Um, obviously, the vaccines come from Makati, but the rest of the administration process, uh, it's, it's fully funded by the Grab for Good Fund. It's really for economic frontliners that do not have access to, to vaccines, no, to, to vaccines. And also, maybe those who have access but want to fast track or, or, you know, want to get the vaccines as soon as possible in a safe, convenient way. Um, and so we're offering, we offer this and now we've inaugurated it. It's there. Uh, we hope to do it over the next two to three months. Uh, and, you know, vaccinate as many people as we could. So when you're talking about economic frontliners, are these technically your, your grab drivers who are the ones who are, Kasama who are sila. right now? Kasama, Kasama sila. sila. But the, it's not just that. So we're open to like merchants, for example, your staff, for example, that, that need oh, okay. uh, vaccine so they can sign up. Um, but we get our queue or the final message or text message comes from the Makati city government. 
Um, and so they have to get confirmation before they go to our site. But actually, all economic frontliners are welcome, especially the stakeholders that we have. So we touch merchants, our restaurant partners, all the merchants for Grab Mart. If they want to put in their staff there, like we're very open to it. Well, well, let let us know if you if you need. Oh yeah, okay, great. Just in case, so if there are people right there right now who who have staff or economic frontliners, how can they how can they avail of the Grab for Good uh, service? Yeah, so if you're, oh. yeah, if if you are a merchant of Grab, um, just call your uh, merchant, um, you know, your account manager, and they will they will help you and facilitate the sign up. Oh, fantastic! Now here's another question. I, I guess also relevant to that one. You're talking about your Grab drivers being economic frontliners, you know, during the height of this pandemic, the only way that we could probably conduct business was through delivery, and that most of that was Grab. But the biggest worry, I hope, I, I'm sure you've come across this one, is mm-hmm. that it's the rider that people are worried about right now is carrying the, the is, might be carrying COVID that, and it goes over uh, to your house. Sometimes they say that if they can't identify uh, where it comes from, most probably it came from the rider because nobody goes out of the house. Mm. So what, what has Grab, I guess, more or less done to ensure that, you know, there's health and safety protocols, not just of the rider, uh, you know, from, from, from end to end, is in a, is is applying proper protocol, but also at the same time, uh, is there something that we're in Grab where you have to be vaccinated to be a driver right now, Grab, to make sure that you can continue, or is it an incentivization? Please let us know. I think that's very all, key for me. All of the above. So first, RJ, sixty to seventy percent of our drivers are actually vaccinated. So happy to share. I mean, that's tens of thousands of drivers, no, um, that are uh, that we monitor on a daily basis and. Happy to say that majority of them, a big majority of them are vaccinated. And you have to ask, why is that? Like, we do have incentives. So, hindi lang ngayon, but actually a few months ago, uh, as soon as the A4 vaccinations started, we also started incentivizing our incentivizing and educating on a three times a week basis, all our drivers wow. and delivery partners about vaccines. So we conduct forums three times a week. Because I join them talaga. We have two wheel, we have four wheel, two two wheels, one four wheel, or two four wheel, one two wheel. Uh, every week, uh, we talk to them about vaccination. We talk to them about safety and hygiene. So actually, um, there was a point in time where we actually educated our drivers and delivery partners about about safety protocols, uh, making sure that. Uh, malinis, no? So the grab cars are cleaned. We do random inspection. So actually, we call uh, our drivers and delivery partners to our um, grabber uh, driver center. So we call them a GDC. Um, we ask them to come and we inspect their cars. Um, so hindi lang pictures, no? But but actually, actual inspection of, of, of the car. So of course, that's random and that's sampling because we cannot inspect uh, all of them every day. But but this is our effort, no? And and that goes around. Uh, that goes around the entire population of grab four-wheel and two-wheel drivers. So apart from cleanliness and vaccination, cleanliness, that's number two, making sure that they have access to cleaning materials and then checking them up with inspection. Number three, we also started um, conducting training for our merchants. Because we realize that packaging is very important when you That's right. go from one um, place to the other. And so we have actually partnered with Food Shop. Uh, and we've Food Shop, given, yes. yeah, given safety training, uh, safety workshops, not just 
not just about processes, because process is one thing, but also packaging and making sure as much as possible the food is packaged correctly. Uh, that's super important, especially nowadays when you know it comes from yung nga, point A to point B. Now, the other thing we've implemented is contactless delivery. So we've actually encouraged our encourage our consumers. So if you live in a house, like it's typically a table outside your house uh, or a basket outside your house where drivers could could ano, could uh, leave their food, the food that's delivered to you. The other thing is the um, if you live in a condo, typically it's really in your lobby or uh, in your flat, no, uh, or or worse at the worst sa, sa gate, no. We we really avoid doing contact uh, between our delivery partners or drivers and the. Um, and the consumer, no, and that's why we believe that the hazard is very low. Actually, my sister-in-law asked me about that just earlier this week. Sabi niya, do you think that that that's ano um not not so safe deliveries? And I said, you know what? Honestly, you can never be too safe. So all the safety precautions that you can do as a consumer, do it. We encourage it. At the same time. Um, we have put in place everything that we can put in place to make it as safe as possible. We want to be the safest platform, RJ, uh, in the entire Philippines when it comes to food delivery or transport. Now, talking about you know building platforms, you know, so there are so many things. Especially if you are a consumer, you're like a super app, and people are not so clear on what a super app is. I mean, if I talk to my mom and I said, "Mom, go to Grab," it's a super app. She would have no <laughs> clue what I'm talking about, right? So. You know, for many of us, we just understand it as being a ride-hailing app. That's where everything started. It's like, you know, get Grab, need a car. You can get a taxi, go to Grab. They often call it an elevator pitch when, you're, when you tell people, like, in 30 seconds in an elevator, tell me what you're all about. So for, for people, you know, who are trying to really grasp whatever Grab is right now, what exactly is Grab right now? So I would say um, that we answer everyday consumer problems. So we create products that cater to the needs of the everyday consumer. So whether it's ride hailing, it's really because we had to give an alternative to taxis during the time we started. Mm -hmm. Food delivery, it's because people couldn't get to the food uh, because of the quarantines. And before that, even for convenience purposes. For Mart, it's the same thing. Like people do not have access um, to to the supermarkets um, during quarantine time. So it's all about the consumer. So everything that we do is going to be all about the consumer and making sure that he or she fulfills the needs that are not yet fulfilled today. Great. So that, that's really, that's sort of how, how the lens that people should look at it. And it gives us also a clue of uh, where you'll actually be taking Grab. And, and, and marami where, pa. And, <laughs> marami, marami pa, exactly. Marami pa. We know exactly now uh, where the app uh, is going to grow towards. Now, having said this one, here's an interesting thing that people might not know, of course. Um, I, my I've, my good friend is Brian, Brian Koo, you know, and yes. Brian uh, was the former country uh, head of Grab Philippines. And, and you took over after he resigned, you took over October 2020. And, you know, if you think about it, that was like, it was the height of the pandemic when there was a change in, in leadership. And at the same time, if you think about it, it's like, you know, it's like, you're playing in a finals basketball game and you come in mid-game and you know and there's no coach and you know there's no playbook that, that you that, that you come in and you have to you know you not only have to run a business, yes. you have to run a business amidst the pandemic. So just how was it exactly for you? I mean, I hope you don't mind me asking, but I mean, when they approach you to run it, I mean, 
of course, it, it's a great position, but it, it must have been very, uh, you know, it must have been very daunting at that time. How did they actually, how did the Grab people convince you to come in during during this time uh, of great It's still uh, daunting until today. <laughs> <laughs> it's still daunting until today. I don't think anything's changed. Um, no, so first of all, you're right. It was super daunting because uh, I didn't, people were not going to the office. And, you know, a large part of leadership is when, you get to interact with your team and you get to interact with people around you. Luckily for me at the time, hindi pa tayo masyadong mataas na cases. At the time, we were doing 3,000 to 4,000 cases a day. Um, and at that time, it was high, but not as high as today. We're at 20, 21,000 cases a day today. So at that time, I was able to still meet the leadership team you know? um, and, and um, get together uh, to align on what our priorities are. So it was challenging because the human aspect of leadership, I, I mean, I can fairly say that now the team is more used to me, but it took quite a while for them to get used to my leadership style. It's very different from Brian's. Brian's also my friend, so I know him. And I, I really like look up to the guy. He's, he's super good. Uh, but our leadership styles are very different. So it took a while uh, for the team to get used to me. Um, and... Uh, until now, I must say, I haven't seen a lot of the people in person. So I've probably seen everyone um, over Zoom, um, but I haven't seen a lot of our people in person. And, you know, like, I, I really cannot wait. Um, I really cannot wait to see them. So so what helped me, uh, what helped me was, you know, having very a very clear understanding um, about... So I use Grab. So I was a Grab user even before I joined Grab. Mm -hmm. uh, and so... Um, I had, before I even joined with the coaching of Brian and, and uh, other leaders in the region, I had a clear understanding of the problems we needed to solve. Um, okay. At the time, if you can remember, like transport was zero. Like they, they, they said, okay, you cannot do ride hailing. Remember March 2020, they cannot do ride oh, yes. hailing. And it was, I remember, remember clearly in my head. <laughs> super choppy, right? So the business yeah. in 2020 was super choppy and we were just starting to get clarity in Q4. So we had to make sure that our ears was to the ground. So I had to meet regulators, uh, merchant partners, uh, and also our drivers uh, and delivery partners to really understand the situation. Uh, mostly, I met them in person uh, with masks at the time, uh, but but not I, I couldn't meet a hundred percent. So. Um, Putting my ear to the ground, whether it's virtual or physical, um, helped me a lot because it it gave me facts to work on uh, and a deeper understanding of the business. I think the first thing in every job is to understand the business. I learned that from my mentors before. Like I, I just have to put my head down. And I was telling you this because you're asking um, to chat earlier on, but I said I'm still learning the business, RJ. Like yeah. give me give me a bit of time because. I think it's only then that you can plan on what to do if you understand the business really well. So I took a bit, a few a few months. So maybe from October till end of the year, I was like, like really just learning the business. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Still thinking of what career is best for you? My name is Pat Soyo. Check out my podcast where we answer questions and debunk job descriptions by interviewing professionals so we can put an end to our career search. This is Job Defined. Available on wherever you listen to your podcast. Powered by Podcast Network Asia. Yeah. And as you were learning the business, and you know, of course, there were a lot of problems at the time. Uh, can you help me better understand what do you identify as, as as the key pain points or challenges that you had to address in Grab Philippines with regard to the pandemic, really? I mean, because they're the challenges, of course, they're, they're, they're the regular business challenges and these are the black swan, the extraordinary business challenges which emerged. Because to my mind, pre-pandemic, you know what are the income streams, more or less. You know, okay, these are the these are the income streams. We know how the business model here works. Then all of a sudden, there's a monkey wrench thrown in the works, and the income streams which you knew are just blown apart, right? So, yes. How did you identify like what pain points you had to address, and and what did you guys sort of do to start putting all the pieces back together? So obviously, uh, the hailing, the ride hailing, could not work, and only delivery could work. But maybe delivery was not a large percentage of the business at the time, right? So yes. you had to start figuring things out. If you don't mind, can you bring us through the, the thinking process or the pain points that you started to re-identify and how did you start to sort of address them, building the business back? So maybe I'll talk about the ride-hailing part. The ride-hailing part was all about maintaining or preserving the livelihoods of our four-wheel drivers. Like, yun talaga sobrang hirap nun, uh, RJ, because... Uh, that was the core value proposition, right? Like you, you join, um, you know, you you become part of our community, and we help you have a livelihood. And okay. during that time, like their livelihoods were, you know, close to none. Um, like even in when I joined October already, like their earnings was nowhere. Like even today, actually, their earnings are nowhere uh, near it was. So our our driver entrepreneurs that own four wheel uh four wheels no we, we that own their own cars like we had to give them programs so a few things like we did apart from the charity donation which which happened and that's because of of very generous um corporate partners and and grabbers um so that happened but apart from that like we gave them more lasting programs so number 1 allowing them to sign up to our other verticals. So, dati, halimbawa, uh, four-wheel lang ngayon, parang, instead, in addition to grab car, we uh, ask them, do you want to do deliveries for us? Okay. You know, do you want to do not just food delivery, but parcel delivery for us? Now, we opened up Mart. So, the Mart business, sometimes, mas- marami yung groceries, di ba? So, there are some four-wheel cars that actually deliver the grocery packages to your homes, hindi lang two-wheel. So, we try to find other streams of income for our four-wheel drivers. The other thing we did was uh, we partnered with Microsoft um, to make 
uh, parang learning program online. So this they can access through their driver app. Uh, we give them modules. So whether it's content creation or coding or... Um, reskilling, upskilling. Reskilling, upskilling. Kasi if this black swan can happen today, it can happen in the future. Mm-hmm. And we realize that parang, lang, we have to care about them not just as a driver per se, but as an entrepreneur and as a business partner. And ah, I see. So we, 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 took, we look at the entrepreneur, not the vehicle anymore, but rather let's... let's Let's remonetize the the person. Let's remonetize his business model. Kumbaga. Correct. So so maraming programs that 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 give you a certificate. So Microsoft has been very good at this. So they give you a certificate after a certain course, and you know some people really take advantage of it and learn new skills. The other thing we did was to educate not just the driver partner but also the parang partner of our driver partner. So whether it's his wife or husband, no? um, and and put them through programs for entrepreneurship. So that's that's uh, for our four-wheel, for our grab car, for our grab car driver. So ngayon, tuloy-tuloy pa rin yung mga programs na yan because uh, sobrang importante to preserve their livelihoods. No? For food, for food, you're right. So food wasn't really our core business uh, when we started the pandemic. However, the pandemic really, uh, parang we felt the need uh, to grow the business even more. Um, now, the challenging part to that is to make it a win-win-win value proposition. No? Um, yes, if you're a restaurateur, RJ, so I'm preaching to the choir, but basically, you did financial models right? before you before you set up uh, your restaurant. And typically, like you say, okay, this is the number of people dine in, dining in. Right, uh, and these are the people that would. This is the check size and blah blah blah. And so before food delivery was a side business, um, and dining was a core business. Now it's different, no? Parang it's because flipped around for us as far as we're concerned. Oh, 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 and that presents uh, issues as well, right? Because, syempre, yung capex is already there. It's not something that That's you right. can reverse. Um, and so the more I talk to. Uh, our merchant partners, the more I understood, oh, shucks, mahirap talaga yung pandemic. Apart from the closures, right? The, the loss of dine-in parang changes the business model altogether, right? Mm-hmm. And and the, the thing is, you cannot withdraw capex. So how do we become friendly in terms of either generating more demand or making it cost-efficient? So yun talaga yung uh, medyo inasikaso ko when I entered um, in the fourth quarter. Like, you know, talking to more merchants. Uh, actually, a lot of them from Resto PH and a lot from other organizations as well. Like, parang trying to meet uh, all of our merchants and really understanding their pain points. I do that until today. That's why I met Chef Kim um, also uh, and uh, really try to solve the problems with them. So that's that's one. The other is balancing also with in terms of um, the delivery partner. So, if you can imagine, Arjun, and daming nawala ng trabaho um, oh, during the it. pandemic. Yeah. Oh. So the signups for for being a Grab delivery partner actually went super super high. Uh, and oh, the thing we have, yeah, of course, oh. yeah. So parang sobrang daming gusong maggig uh, on the side to be a Grab delivery partner. And you know we're trying our best um, to to like just give give as much livelihood to as many people as possible but that's also a challenge kasi uh, the platform is also finite in terms of demand no? so parang how do we balance 
how do you balance everything? That's a challenge for Grab Food and Grab Mart. Like, how do we balance all our constituents, all our stakeholders, to make sure that it's a win-win-win value proposition? Sorry, ang haba ng answer. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm really appreciating it right now. I just wanted to find out, since from October last year to September this year, how much more white hair did you gain between that time? <laughs> <laughs> thousands. Thousands for sure. Thousands oh, for sure. Oh, because alam mag- magaling pag-dye sa'yo. Huh? So, yeah. Same thing, same thing. Kaya nag-recap <laughs> ako ngayon. Just, uh, <laughs> but um, having said that, diba, so the, the, two main, the two main models, I guess, for the business before was, was, was of course, the four-wheel and then the two-wheel. But you also had um, the, the other models, the Grab Pay models and the other e-commerce models. How do they figure in now in, into the game? Because I'm sure before, the main model that you wanted to play was, okay, four-wheel, two-wheel, and eventually when people make transactions online. We bring them to Grab Pay because having an e-wallet makes things much easier to transact. What's happened to your e-wallet now so far as, as you were doing uh, all this one? So it's still a core part of our strategy, RJ, our, our Grab Pay, no. But we found that a lot of uh, people uh, use Grab Pay for different purposes, no. Um, very interesting, very interesting. So um, we we are learning more about the mobile wallets, the e-wallets business uh, in the Philippines, and we're learning that there are so many, so many use cases. And right now, we're really trying to maximize the use cases that are central to us. So parang we're really focused on uh, making sure that the whole ecosystem of Grab works and Grab Pay as a wallet is central to that. Okay. So for example, how, how, how do you, I guess in my mind is how do you differentiate it now? Because there's a lot of e-wallet solutions which are working very well. Um, and of course now it's sort of like saying, okay, I got a niche now, my Grab Pay, make it relevant to the four-wheel, two-wheel case. So how, do, how what, what are you guys doing right now? Yeah. With, with with your e-wallet or with, with, so, with GrabPay? In the spirit of us being consumer-centric, uh, our GrabPay wallet has no transaction fees. So yun talaga, like making sure that when people use it, they feel like it's the, you know, it, no no friction. Um, there's no friction uh, to use the wallet. And the second, that it's the most rewarding wallet uh, available. So we try to make sure that the rewards uh, of that you earn uh, when you use the wallet is is really rewarding. <laughs> and you feel mo talaga, uh, yung rewards with the platform. Now, over the next few months, we're also going to come up with additional offers. So the other thing, for example, is when you see the cheat sheets of our of our uh, e-commerce partners, no? whether, you know, the two big ones, like you'd probably see GrabPay as one of the most value, the, the best value provider. Uh, and so, uh, yun, okay. siguro it's really about Making sure that we give Grab Pay users the best value for their money. I see. And so, uh, right now, if if you if you were to look at it, um, if you don't mind, what would you say was like? What were the income drivers before? What percentages were they? And then how has it changed now? Okay, that's okay. That's okay. But of course, it's it's quite it's quite easy to say that. I mean. To my mind, element. Yes. It's it's quite obvious that it's really food driving things right now for us, no. Um, no, it's even, it's easy to say that transport has really um you know taken uh taken a hit um because uh of the economic situation of the Philippines and also the limitations on movement um that we're having. 
Yeah. And having said that, let me go back to an interesting thing that you said. It's really about building ecosystems. Now, um, prior to, to to coming over to to Grab, I know that you had you you were uh, you were an investment director. You were a former managing director of other companies as well. And you said that you'd be you'd want to leverage how to bring in, I guess, more synergies or more you know. When you say ecosystem, that means that you want to make sure that all the parts of Grab are able to work much better together. So what do you think that you were able to bring in from your previous experience that you're using right now in Grab to better build, I guess, the ecosystem or the synergies in Grab? Yeah, so parang one of the things that I, I, I think I bring is the ability to identify partners. So I realized, like, so from my previous work, I invested in companies. And one of the things that I really realized is Sometimes you cannot do everything by yourself. And so we love partnering. Um, we love partnering with merchants. We love partnering with, with people that, you know, can mutually benefit from us as well. So parang we benefit from them, they benefit from us. And it's a win-win. So I think for me, I bring in that win-win-win mindset uh, all the time. Like it has to be a win for consumers. It has to be a win for our partners. And it has to be a win for them. So that's uh, one of the things that, that I always put as an objective. Uh, cannot be one-sided relationships. Um, the training I've had is that when you partner, it has to be a long-term partnership that has to be win-win-win for all partners. Great. And so let's, let's say, for example, right now, uh, in, in your uh, almost one year staying grab, what synergies were you able to build that you're very proud of? Or, you know, partnerships that, partnerships that you're able to create that you said, wow, this is, this is fantastic. And, uh, you know, this is something I would not have done uh, in the past, but because this pandemic has actually opened up certain situations that allow for greater synergies or a, a better ecosystem. The, the product is not yet out there, RJ, but we have a pending partnership with a third party um, that would allow us to offer uh, a different product to our, on, on, on the transport side, a different product to our consumers. So it, hopefully we get, uh, we get that to pass. But if we do that, that will be, uh, that will be major, a major partnership that, that we're doing. Um, so that's one. Sorry, I'm a little bit vague because no, 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 we problem. want to be announced at the best possible time. And, but and I would, you so, yeah, please, please sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Please go ahead. No, these are things that you kind of like, these partnerships are sort of a result of, building business in the new normal. In other words, these are partnerships that you might not have thought of before, but correct. now it just it just makes more sense. Tama ba? Yes, correct, correct, correct. I mean, right now it's all about um, our strengths, putting our strengths together to get the best outcome. Like if before, kasi people would just um, parang build it on their own right now with limited movement um, and limited time, I would say. Uh, I think we just have to partner and and bring out the best in one another. Wow. And the uh, really great stories that you bring up here right now, uh, Grace, and I'm getting a better appreciation of, of for Grab wants to take things. But before we go into those things, you know, uh, one of the nice things I like about Grab is always, you know, um, uh, and, and in the show is really talking about that entrepreneurial story or that entrepreneurial journey. I, I know that you, 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 you work for Grab, but of course, I'm sure you understand that sort of process which they went to, to, to bring Grab to the Philippines. And, you know, a couple of months ago, I had a chance to talk to the Grab uh, co-founders uh, on one of the shows that I, I was doing. But then maybe you can help us a bit more to understand, especially for the entrepreneurs listening here right now, what is sort of like the first pain point that Grab had to handle when, it, when they put up the business? Because for any venture capitalist, they'll always ask you, what pain point were you trying to solve? What's that, what's that first pain point that Grab was trying to solve? And 
sort of like how did it, did it iterate until it came to be what it is today? Yeah, no, you'd be surprised. It's it was still safety and security. It's super interesting, right? Like so, the first the first pain point was really safety and security. Because uh, one of the founders, um, you know, she, she was thinking uh, Ling Ling was th- you know taking cabs on the way home uh, from McKinsey. I think I think uh, uh, but but here because like in in many parts of Southeast Asia at that time uh, in in the early 2000 uh, 2010 up right like it's not yet as advanced meaning um you know when you hail a cab no one knows that you hail a cab you had to write in a text message like i remember doing this uh, you had to write <laughs> it's, 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 revealing, it's revealing our age it's revealing our age <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had to write the plate number in a text message send it to our parents or a friend or your boyfriend or your girlfriend right, right and then right. parang at that time, parang, you know, there was no way uh, for them to know where you are exactly or if something happened to you until you got home. So that was really the key thing that, that drew them to do Grab. Like they realized that they could use the GPS technology and technology in general to provide safer uh, rides, no? rides home to professionals. Uh, at the time, professional women uh, leaving the office very late. Um, that was really the... The, the problem they were trying to solve. And then it changed, uh, it evolved uh, from just transport to, to other problems. No? And then they realized, lang, this consumer the, does not just have safety and security as is his or her core problem. Marami pang iba. That would make her life better. And that's how Grab has evolved over time. Like it's, it's, it's really um, about continuous iteration of even the products that already exist today um, to make it even better for the country. So um, having said that, now what's the right now, if the initial one was safety and security and it developed a product from there and it's been evolving from there, what do you say right now are the new problems that Grab uh, wants to solve moving, uh, moving forward? I know we talked about earlier on, um, you were talking about opportunities, right? Uh, uh, you were saying that, you know, we want to solve the problems of everyday convenience for consumers, if I'm not yes. mistaken. So how do, how, do you, how do you guys go for what, What's that lens that you look for to, to go forward? And how do you spot what's a good potential of an opportunity to, to move forward using the sort of lens that you're using, or the methodology of Grab uh, right now? So, um, RJ, a core value. So, actually, I want to tell you that, you know, we did this thing, this thing called the Grab Bay. I don't know if you know the Toyota way. Like, uh, if you if you heard about please, it. Please, in, please share, please share. I, I'm sure people school. here want to get But parang here, like, so one of the things that we did as a company was have this, the Grab Way. So, it outlines, like, how we do things, uh, how we continuously iterate, how we keep our ears to the ground, how our four values, which is hunger, heart, humility, and honor, um, how it comes to life uh, with the everyday things that we do. So, parang ngayon, the way that we, we do it is we really have days where we have to be the grab driver. Alam mo yun? We ha- oh, really? See, wow. From, from the lowest of like lowest rank person to Anthony Tan, right? Like there are days where he just finished his, um, he became a grab food delivery rider okay um and why why do we do that so so it's actually part of our leaves ah. so one of one day a year uh, part of our leave is uh, parang tawag namin don love all serve all which is 
really to to be of service to others, no, uh, and to be part of the platform, whether that's a driver, a delivery partner, um, whatever you want, uh, part of the grab kitchens, things like that. So, so we do that because we want to keep our ears to the ground. So, the the way we keep our ears to the ground is by living out those experiences as required, also uh, and institutionalized, so that we can learn. Um, we can learn from from them. No, I remember in Shell, pareho rin na sa Shell. The first two weeks I had was about being a gas girl. I was a gas girl at a Shell station at C five. At that time, C five was new and really. <laughs> this really puts an age to me. Um, but like. At that time, two weeks, two weeks of immersion uh, on the ground. Same with Grab. Like they, they uh, really emphasize immersion, uh, whether that's through merchants or or delivery partners, so that we can understand um, our stakeholders. The other thing that we do um, is we actually debate a lot. So part of the iteration process uh, is that as a leadership team at Grab, we debate a lot about. Features. I mean, today I just came from a meeting um, talking about, you know, features of our product, what's good, what's not good. And having that very honest discussion uh, about what works and what doesn't work about the things that we offer today. Um, we also have things like grabathons. So we, we say grabathons because it's like parang marathon, but basically we try to put the whole company together uh, to solve problems. No? So, and the problems are very large. It's not, it's not about a particular small thing. It's about, okay, first, you, you, people can submit like what issues they think they need to solve. And second, parang um, creating solutions for it. So it's like a whole day uh, where grabbers from all over the world can team up together and solve the problems that we, can, what, that we need to solve. Hello there, Chinky Tan here, motivational speaker, wealth coach, best-selling author, and now host of Chink Positive Podcast, a podcast that aims to help you to become wealthy and debt-free by teaching you on how to save, budget, get out of debt, and invest. Powered by Podcast Network Asia, available on wherever you get your podcasts. See you there. Parang hackathon. Parang hackathon. Oh, parang ganyan. Parang solving hackathon. Solving, solving grab problems. Yes. So, yes. Solving problems that emerge on the platform from better through consumer understanding. Oh, by the way, yes. Attorney J-Fan, uh, Ira Dison says hi to you over here right now. Hi. Sabi niya, appear now, Grace and Grab. Thanks yeah. so much for listening to us over here. I'm, I'm so glad she's also also here uh, listening to us. Um, now, have, having said all these things, no, I, it's very interesting because you've had the distinct opportunity and you can give us actually a bird's eye view of what what have been the digital trends that have changed so far i know that recently that you came up saying that 61 percent of businesses uh, especially restaurant businesses if if this the data is correct have actually if you actually improved the the income for for many restaurants by them going online but what are you seeing in terms of digital trends also that you think would be beneficial for for both consumers to understand and also for small businesses who participate in the Grab platform to better understand? Yeah, so I think, so what I've seen a lot of our merchants do is to be in many, many platforms, no? meaning like, so for example, um, 
before it was only their own website and now they're on their own website and grab right like so parang i think the adoption of different platforms um have actually helped uh help with their understanding of their own consumers and how their own consumers have been changing uh in the last 12 months so i think that that's one um the other thing is uh ano parang actually hindi to about technology but it's really more practices mm-hmm. so for example um we've seen also a lot of merchants offer multiple brands like alam mo yon like sobrang isa lang yung kitchen nila but actually the restaurant has become the cloud kitchen um, uh, literally, cannot, they, have, they have delivery only. They have brands that are delivery only on on Grab, I guess, no? Yes, yes, yes. So, parang nagulat ako kasi I didn't think of that before. Uh, and it's actually not Grab's innovation; it's the innovation of our merchant partners. But using the same infrastructure, they realized, ah, teka lang, I could without dine in. You know, how do I use my service staff and still give them employment? Um, and so a lot of our merchant partners have used their own back kitchens um, to develop new brands of their own. Sobrang galeng. And, and some of the brands are really doing very well. No? Uh, and, and, and that's, uh, that's very, very interesting. Um, the other thing is we've seen a lot of social sellers um, that have grown a lot, no? um, that have used social media to an extent that has never been before seen, right? Like parang how they engage their customers, how they use colors, how they use packaging um, to attract, you know, the younger generations, the millennials. Ang galing, RJ. Like parang... Oh, for example, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. Can you give me an example of a good social strategy? Oh, wow. For example, like parang sobrang dami nilang... Sobrang dami nilang ano, uh, millennial consumers. Like, you'd be surprised how many deliveries they make every day. I can't say, but you can ask Chef Kim. Um, and ang galing, no? And people, people really take photos of, of their food and really post it online. And then they use um, KOLs. So we're on Kumu. So they use like a lot of um, key opinion leaders uh, and they... Uh, really like take pictures of, of Thai mango and, and, you know, share with people how much they appreciate the food. So parang, ang galing, ang galing how, how a lot of our social sellers have, have become innovative, no? Um, from now, before parang one branch, now like five different, uh, five different dark kitchens. So that's, that's really, really cool. So parang, I think, the adoption. So what I mean is the adoption of the tech platform and adoption of the social media platforms available to grow your consumer base, to grow your reach, have been super, super good. Fantastic. Um, having seen that that perspective as well, no. Um, I, I wanted to ask. Uh, I, I usually ask this question from every from from everybody else uh, who comes on the show. Like, what do you think are the opportunities now available? Uh, for many entrepreneurs using the Grab platform that that you see that are still emerging that they can still get into. And number two, uh, aside from just Grab, no, what are you seeing as the emerging opportunities per se uh, that are coming up? Because you know, as they said, no situations like this provide a silver lining, right? Um, there are opportunities emerging in the Grab platform and outside the Grab platform that, that never existed before. So what do you think these are, what, what, do you, what do you see emerging, Grace? Yeah, I think, so number one, I think we have to acknowledge and accept that the world has changed. Um, the effects of the pandemic, kala ko before, actually kala ko before sandali lang to eh, kasi I've never seen something like this in my entire life. 
Uh, and so I thought this would be just a few months and then, you know, it will all be over. But it doesn't look like it. It looks like it's going to be here and the impact of it is going to be here longer term. Uh, and so I think just number one, an acceptance of that. Uh, now, the next question is, okay, now that alam na natin nagbago ng mundo ng konti, how do we change our mindset in terms of business, uh, in terms of entrepreneurship? So I think digitalization is really something you cannot avoid. Um, you cannot avoid to be part of the internet, to be part of, um, to, to have a digital uh, to have a digital footprint. No? So if you haven't, then I think I would strongly encourage uh, a lot of the entrepreneurs to to try and to have one, no? uh, or at least try, try it out. Um, I think that digitalization is here to stay, and it's going to go deeper and deeper over uh, over time, right? Like So now payments are digital. In the future, maybe banking. So now there's a lot of Digibank licenses I see uh, yes, being awarded. Yes. Uh, by the BSP, um, there are foreign entrants coming in. So, parang feeling ko, um, marami talagang, uh, digital disruptions that, that will still come, uh, that are not here yet, that will still come, that will disrupt all industries. No? What's the silver lining? Of course, like with disruption comes a lot of opportunities, uh, in, in so many different spaces. For example, retail has changed, I would say. So retails from selling goods, um, before that you had to go have a physical store. Parang nasasanay na talaga yung mga tao to buy goods from a digital platform, you know? Um, and, Iba yun eh. Like, dati, kailangan mo ng malaking capital to form your own restaurant. Ngayon, hindi eh. Diba? Like, ngayon, you don't have to, you, you don't have to have dine-in. No? Parang, um, cloud kitchens, a lot of people are building cloud kitchens because, uh, it's, it's lower capex and you can have many, many brands sharing a singular capex, uh, site, right? So parang, uh, a lot of opportunities we see. Uh, now, kasi the capex barrier that used to exist now have been lowered, I would say. Parang dati, kung siguro dati 10 million pesos, ngayon uh, 1, 2, 3 million pesos, something like that, to start to start the business or to build your own kitchen. And parang that liberalizes things, right? So that allows creative people to to put their product to market um, using a lower cost base. So that's that's super interesting, uh, and and I think more and more, um, more and more brands, uh, whether it's retail or food, uh, will emerge. Um, the other thing I see, RJ, is people going out of Metro Manila. So, parang nakita ko yon. Nagulat ako kasi parang a lot of people, even in our own office, like now when they're permanently at home or work from home, lumipat na sila to the south or lumipat na sila to the north when they're mm-hmm. bigger spaces. So I think. Um, that movement will also cause us, uh, not cost, uh, but cause uh, a change or a shift in behavior. So meaning, like, medyo na decentralize yung business, no? So before, like, um, dito lahat sa Metro Manila, siguro now parang outside of Metro Manila. If dati Cebu City lang or Mandawe City lang, like, ngayon medyo yung outskirts uh, of the areas that we used to serve, medyo lumalaki yung geographic coverage uh that that's possible so I, I think that's um that's also another opportunity kasi ngayon like you don't necessarily have to be in one place to serve the other 
no? Uh, and, and there are markets that are growing everywhere. The, the, the last thing I, I would say uh, is really um, the emergence of platforms which are enablers like, like us. So there's, there's, other, uh, there's other platforms uh, also available. And parang ang galing kasi, like, for example, maybe like before you wouldn't know how to reach your consumers but for mm-hmm. us uh it grab like we will help you uh reach the consumers that you want to reach yung yung siguro um the thing lang is if we can help any of our partners whether that's our food merchants our mark merchants understand the market better we'd always be happy to do it that's why naglabas kami ng research rj because we just want to share our insights uh with as many people as possible so well, there and, and having said that, no, I, I really love that all the insights are coming up, especially, let's say, uh, how retail and, and the cloud kitchen and digital transformation is changing things. The assumption there is that this is the new normal, right? And that, you know, we're all still uh, stuck at home. How do you think, uh, if the health situation improves, and what has been your sort of forecast, and let's say that people start going out again, will things change uh, with regard to digital transformation? Let's say for with all these... Uh, retail cloud kitchens, uh, retail reta- uh, cloud kitchens or cloud retail that that's coming up. Do you think things will change if the situation changes, or do you think people will continue to stay in these formats and these formats will continue to grow, or will there be a point where there'll be both balancing off, or, or there'll be a point that people want to do the live and people want to do the online? What are you seeing over there? Well, we're seeing a lot of digital adoption for sure. Like, parang people that did not adopt it before, like, kasi there was no need to adopt it, now are, are online. No? Parang we have this service, for example, called Pabile, which, you know, parang is, is actually pretty popular, especially for senior uh, senior executives or senior senior citizens um, to, parang, ano, assistant siya that, that can help. But are you siguro predicting? I mean, we used to do that. So a year ago, like when I started, we would, you know, give forecasts. Uh, pero our forecasts change every month. Every That's month, right. no joke, okay? Um, and even with the unpredictability of the situation, parang the best thing I can say is to always just hear the truth out, no? Because um, I think the most important thing is to know the facts or understand the facts and then react to it. No, rather than spend a lot of time forecasting, because we've tried that, and and um, you know things change. For the Delta variant, for example, is something that we didn't expect uh, would arrive. Parang feeling ko malayong pang variants uh, that may come, uh, but instead of looking into the future, parang we're really trying to um, have this nimble mindset. No, na parang okay. Parang look at the the world, uh, see the potential or possible scenarios. No, whether that's A, B, C, D, E, F, G until Z, and parang just be prepared for for many of those scenarios as we go forward in business. Wow! And having said all that, one Grace, what's what's next? I guess for Grab Philippines, and what's I mean for what's next for 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 Grab uh, Grab worldwide? <sighs> Oh my goodness. Um, so you know that we are, you know, we, we are trying to do our stack, right? Uh, and so that's a, the major thing I'm also like watching out for, uh, the listing, um, in, in the U.S. So that's, that's one that's major, uh, for us. But apart from that, a core talaga of what we do is making sure that we address 
uh, consumer needs. So you will see a lot of um, activity from us, hopefully in the fourth quarter, uh, coming up with better services, uh, better products, better or new products, uh, better or new services that will allow us to better serve our consumers. So please watch out. I cannot say um, specifically right now, RJ, but maybe in three months' time, we'll say hello. And I'll tell you, ito yon, ito yung mga yon. <laughs> Before everything else, this has been a really great conversation that we've had over here. Uh, Grace, uh, I, I think you've motivated, inspired many people over here. Are there any pieces of, of sort of like entrepreneurial uh, advice or, or even corporate advice for people entrepreneurs listening here right now who are you know, having a bit of a difficult time adjusting or pivoting their businesses because for every successful business that you have, like like Taimango and the others that have been on the platform, there are others who haven't been able to digitally adapt or even if they have, it has been to uh, limited success or maybe some people doing grab and 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 they're they're still they're, they're struggling a bit because admittedly, you know, it's it's not an easy time for them. What would you say to them here right now? I would say seek for help. Uh, I think um, you know we we would love to help uh, any of our partners, any of the merchants. Um, help them digitalize, digitalize, or help them grow their business, or how to grow demand, or how to avoid laying off their workers. Um, we're here to help, uh, and so please seek help uh, from us or, or or any of your partners. Right. The second is. Like I love this book uh, of of uh, Ben Horowitz called "The Hard Thing About Hard Things," and one of the things he said was, you know, to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to have the right kind of ambition. And and the reason why I was attracted to Grab was because when I meet when I met the founders, they they're very outward driven. Um, they're about you know making sure that other people succeed and survive with them. So parang I I would encourage. Um, all the entrepreneurs to be outward driven. It's a very tough time uh, for everybody. Uh, and I think now more than ever, uh, people do need help. Uh, and so if if we all have the right kind of ambition and we're more outward driven, I think we can help more people. And this is the time where it's needed the most. Um, yeah. Lastly, yeah. Uh, maybe yes. lastly, surrounding yourself with people you can trust uh, that will tell you the truth, the bad and the ugly. Uh, it's It's something that um, I appreciate that grab. So we have uh, very smart, but also very trustworthy and humble people that will tell us the truth. Uh, and I think being surrounded with with people like that always helps us grow and always helps us become more nimble as we go through a very uncertain period in our economy. Well, thanks so much, Grace. Really great insights. I've gained so much from this one, and I'm thankful that you finally accepted our invitation here to, to come on, on the app. And on behalf of my good friends from the Restaurant Owners of the Philippines, thank you so much for the service that you've given to the industry. You know, it's not always a rocky, it's not always a, a smooth surface as we as we navigate these times, but we're glad for the partnership. I'm also very glad that very recently our Mercato uh, United Kitchen is now available, also yes. from the food. Looking forward to, to further growing that partnership. And looking forward to bringing more entrepreneurs uh, online so that we can help more people uh, digitally adopt and grow this economy. So again, guys, thanks so much for joining me over here on the RJ Ledesma podcast. If you like the RJ Ledesma podcast, may I please invite all of you uh, to please uh, subscribe and invite more people to listen to the RJ Ledesma podcast. Again, we will see you guys again next week. Thank you so much, guys. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay blessed. We'll see you again next week. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you, RJ. Bye. Thank you.
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Thing.